You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 8th, 2021. My name is Philip Ross, and I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Apologies for coming out a little bit late today. But today we'll recap the Orlando Magic's 131-116 loss to the Washington Wizards. Talk about Cole Anthony's return and say a heartfelt goodbye to Kem Birch. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before you do any of that, I do want to remind you all you to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's searching gravity download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Washington Wizards? Check out our pals at Locked On Wizards. Want to look ahead to Friday's game against the Indiana Pacers? Check out Locked On Pacers. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you to search gravity download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's podcast is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me today, today at 5.30 p.m. to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Follow me at P. Rossman Reich, P-R-O-S-S-M-A-N-R-E-I-C-H, today at 5.30 as we chat a little Orlando Magic Basketball. A lot going on today. But we're going to start where we usually start um, with game recap uh, because I'm a game I'm a game guy. I like games. I think games are important. I think games are the biggest piece of information we have. So I I go hard on the games. The Atlanta Magic though did not go particularly hard on this game, as Steve Clifford would say after practice today um, this afternoon. One of the reasons why I'm recording this a little bit late. Um, that you know the team just didn't have the right purpose or energy to to play defend, defensively the way they wanted to play. They scored plenty and the players seemed to know that they they scored plenty and that they did some good things but just didn't have the right attention to detail and focus on the defensive end to come out with the win. Washington shoots 57.6% from the floor including 19 for 36. That's right, 19 for 36, 52.8% from beyond the arc. Davis Bertans scores 22 points on 6 for 11 shooting from beyond the arc. Russell Westbrook hits all three of his threes. That you can kind of live with. Bradley Beal hits four of six. The Magic just, and honestly, some of this was three-point luck, and the Magic were due for some bad three-point luck. They've had some good three-point luck games of late, um, not excluding excluding the Utah game, which we don't acknowledge its existence. Um, but but uh, the, the, the Wizards also got a lot of step-in threes, just a lot of uh, plays where the Magic's, uh, backcourt got broken down, um, causing the defense to collapse, and the guys just didn't weren't sure where to rotate or how to rotate or overhelped in a lot of ways, um, giving up a lot of open threes. Um, this is obviously uh, a really bad sign uh, defensively. You you don't want to give up all those three-pointers. You don't want to give up all those open shots. Um, and the Magic gave up a ton of them all game long. Um, you know, again, these were not easy. These were not um, bad threes. These were not contested threes these were largely open threes off of ball reversals off of hard close off of closeouts that were not precise um this just really poor defense um and so you know you have to take that all into consideration when you're breaking down this game is yes the magic played plenty well offensively and there were sports where they didn't play well offensively that's how you fall down by 21 points but the magic largely got what they wanted offensively and you score 100 if this team scores 116 points they need to win the game 
Um, this is not a team that's going to score 116 points very, very often. You know, Orlando shot well, 47.3%. They were low turnover with only 11 turnovers in the game. They even did a good job on the glass. Only five offensive rebounds for Washington, although they certainly felt like they were all killers because, again, the margin for error is just that small. But the Magic just did not defend at the level that they'll need to defend at. That's 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 the bottom line. That's the big takeaway that I have from this game. Orlando got plenty of good play from a lot of players. Terrence Ross with 24 points on 9 for 16 shooting. Couple of really nice dunks. He did a lot of really good things. You know, again, searching for a shot a little bit too much, but that's kind of his role. So, you know, you live with you live with that. Added six rebounds and three assists. Cole Anthony made his return. We'll talk more about him. 13 points, 5 for 14 shooting, 7 assists for the rookie Magic rookie. Mo Bamba with a career-high 19 points on 7 for 12 shooting, making 3 of 4 three-pointers. Eight rebounds, including four offensive rebounds, added two blocks. Uh, I thought this was Mo's best game. And it, it honestly, could very well be his best game in his career. Um, you know, it was really important for the Magic. They were down 21 in the third quarter. Uh, Mo came in, made made some baskets, and then fourth quarter, the Magic were, they got the lead down to 10 at the end of the third quarter. Fourth Start of the fourth quarter, Mo scores 10 10 points for the Magic. Ten, the first 10 points for the Magic. Good good pops off of Cole Anthony drives. Um, did a good job attack, you know, rim running. We haven't seen Mo Bamba do a lot of rim running. Uh, and, and, and Anthony was looking for him at the rim, which is not something that we've seen a lot. So really good signs for Mo. Um, I thought defensively he played really well. Used his length as a deterrent, um, not necessarily using it as a shot blocking tool. He had two blocks, which is really good. But I thought that he did a really good job holding his position, using his length to keep guys from the rim, and then allowing other players to make the plays, whether it's the rebound, whether it's the whether it's the block. There's one play where Mo had Robin Lopez, you know, kind of pinned, did a good job keeping his ground, and Ken Birch came from the weak side and got the block. And to me, that is a great Mo Bamba play. He doesn't get credit for the block, but that was his stop. He stopped Robin Lopez and allowed other defensive players to come in and make a play. That is a really big play and a really big step for Mo Bamba because it's not about the, the glamour stats. I mean, Mo's always been able to put up numbers. Um, it's, it's not about the numbers. It's about doing thing, doing those little things that help you help you win team win games. Um, he had a couple of nice deflections off pick and rolls. Just again, you, yeah, I, I've been big on this. Use your length as a deterrent. Don't necessarily you don't have to use it to necessarily block shots or go after things. When the plays are there, make the plays. But be solid in your stance. Be solid in your set. Be solid in the scheme. And and if Mo does that, he's going to have a really nice end of the season. We'll talk more about his how his role is about to expand here coming up um, later on in the show. Wendell Carter Jr., 15 points, 6 for 9 shooting, 4 rebounds for him. Um, Limited minutes, only 23 minutes as the Magic relied heavily on their bench to try and come back into this one. R.J. Hampton with 14 points, 5 for 10 shooting, including 3 for 5 from beyond the arc, and 6 rebounds. Hampton continues to uh, show a a wide array of skills on the floor. But at the end of the day, Orlando... uh, Competed in the first quarter, did a really good job. Um, you know, kind of toward the middle of the first quarters when the Wizards started hitting their threes. Orlando kept pace with them for a little while, but th- that's not going to be how this team wins. The Wizards were able to open up a big lead in the second quarter. They uh, Magic reeled them back in uh, after after the Wizards went up by 21, got it to within five. Uh, and again, this is this has been my thing. When you have the chance to win, you need to win. Clifford has echoed this too. When you're in close games, you got to be able to execute. You got to come out of timeouts, run plays, and be able to execute when the coach gives you instruction. This team's still not quite there, and that's you know that's what young teams do. Young teams make these mistakes, but um, certainly these are really basic mistakes that are being made. The Wizards were able to extend their 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 five point lead back out to seventeen. To me, that is disappointing. Um, you know, I don't mind losing by 10, 12. 
um, when it's a close game toward the end. But to see the Magic cut the lead down to five uh, and then exp- and then see that lead get expand back out to 17 was frankly very, very disappointing for me. Um, you know, like a lot of fans were kind of chir- chirping at me at Twitter saying, you know, you know, I don't mind these games where you're competitive. Magic weren't competitive in this game. Um, that's 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 the unfortunate part, and I think that's the that's the frustrating part about what the Magic did and what the Magic were unable to do in this game. The Washington Wizards defeat the Orlando Magic 131 to 116. Magic back in action at the Amway Center on Friday against the Indiana Pacers. We'll talk more about Cole Anthony and what it means to have him back on the floor coming up in just a moment. But first, wouldn't it be great? If there was a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better, well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can truly change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Feel overwhelmed? Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and more than 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you, on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now, so head to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA today. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at rockauto.com. Here in Florida, it is getting hotter and hotter, and that means your car is feeling the heat. That's, that's, that, that, was a, that was a pun. Um, but if you're someone that takes care of your car yourself, get it ready for those summer months with, with parts from rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it is for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why? Spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news at every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. For the first time since February 9th, first time in 25 games, Cole Anthony took the floor. And and you could tell there was a little bit of excitement, not just from the Magic fan base, obviously, who um, has been eager to see the rookie play once again, but from just everyone in general, um, from Cole Anthony especially. It was a long time coming for him to be back on the floor, obviously, and a long time coming for the Magic to see 
their prize rookie, uh, and they've got a few now, their prize rookie play again. Um, Steve Clifford said during the team shooter, or said before the game that he suspected that Anthony would play well as he'd been building up toward this moment. And, and Anthony said after the game that he felt pretty good. Um, and, and it was just a matter of the medical staff uh, clearing him and, and making sure that his injury, a, 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 a fractured rib, uh, was fully healed before he took the floor once again. But Cole Anthony is, if anything, that if there's anything that we've learned about Cole Anthony at this point, it's that he is the consummate teammate. Um, the way that he carried himself when he was traveling with the team, you know, put him kind of front and center as the biggest cheerleader on the team. No one seemed more hype about the way the Magic were playing against the Clippers than Cole Anthony. No one seemed to celebrate uh, the wins. No one seemed to celebrate wins quite like Cole Anthony did. Um, and that's just that's just good to see um, because you know, unfortunately, the the rap on. Cole Anthony seemingly before the before the draft was that he was a little bit a little bit selfish that you know he he was trying too hard that he sought his own shots at North Carolina, and the fact of the matter is that anyone who watched those games could see that that's because he was the best player on the team and the only guy that could really carry the team and yeah he was dealing with an injury for much of the season, um, but that's just how North Carolina had to play if they wanted a chance at winning. Fair enough, but we've discovered that Cole Anthony is is for his teammates. But he had a great game for his first game in two months. 13 points, seven assists. You know, yeah, he shot five for 14 from the floor, but, you know, that, that that's, that's still something he'll need to work on. But he still did so much for the group. And even in his postgame, he was all about his teammates. He was all about playing with Wendell Carter. All about playing with R.J. Hampton. They shared 25 of Anthony's 29 minutes together. All about his guy Mo Bamba, who you know unprompted gave a shout out to for his career hot first career best game after his post game presser. Since no one asked about him, that story's about you today, Cole. <laughs> but no doubt too, Cole Cole Anthony still has room to grow and still has work to do and still can take another step. Uh, and, and and getting him back on the floor is that first step, obviously. Getting him back on the floor and just letting him play and, and having him support his teammates as a player, not just as a cheerleader on the sideline, is obviously such a huge, huge step for him. Anthony certainly showed out in this game. Made his first basket, a three-pointer uh, off, a, off, a, off, a uh, off a nice pass. Then he made a floater, and then he certainly started to feel himself a little bit hitting a nice hesitation move to get past his defender and then hit a floater over Robin, over Robin Lopez. Yes, Cole missed his next five shots, and that's been something that we've seen from him throughout the course of the season, where he has these spurts of brilliance, of this talent, where he looks like the kid from high school who was destined to be the number one pick in the draft. He has these spurts, and then some inefficiency, but that's... Always to be expected from rookies, especially rookies who are on the ball trying to figure out how to score. Anthony is still putting all those pieces together. But to me, what was most impressive were the seven assists. 
Okay, so he had those early that the early the early moments uh, of individual brilliance, and there was still there's still another one. He had another step back three that was really really nice. And for a first game, playing in 25 games and in two months, that's that's really impressive. I, I don't think we should we should denounce that. But the seven assists were also really impressive too. He found Terrence Ross for an alley oop early in the game. He fed Mo Bamba on an inbounds pass for a basket to beat the first quarter buzzer. He moved the ball just very patiently and incisively. Finding Terrence Ross on curls, finding Mo Bamba popping to the three-point line. Cole Anthony found was, was extremely patient. And, and that's really impressive to see from a rookie, especially a rookie playing his first game in two months. Anthony is super hard on himself. Um, that is just that's been abundantly clear from what we've seen and what we've learned about this young guy. Um, he is he is really hard on himself. He he expects the best of himself. And he said after the game he did not think he played well. He said after the game that he was tired and he understands that that the conditioning is is still going to be a struggle, which it, it is until you play. There's no way to simulate NBA conditioning. And there's still a lot for his game to do to, to become complete and have the kind of rookie season that he needs to have. But he was still all about his teammates. He was still all about putting his teammates over. It is, it's WrestleMania week, so excuse me for the term. He putting his teammates over, saying how great his teammates were, how excited he was to play with his teammates, and sometimes not giving himself the credit for how he's played. I think one of the big strugg- you know, one of the things that Steve Clifford really likes about Cole Anthony, but I think one of the struggles that they've had with Cole when he was playing was to help him understand that this is a process. That, you know, you've got to cut yourself a little bit of slack. Expect a lot of yourself, but don't don't deny the good things that you've done. And that's going to continue to be a struggle for Cole Anthony, I think, over the over the rest of the season, and something that is going to characterize a lot of his play. Is he's going to play well. But he's going to want more. And sometimes he's going to want more and, and hurt himself and not recognize where he's made gains in that process. But the one thing that I think we all know that Cole Anthony has down, the one thing that I think this game showed that his time away from the team or his time on the bench for the team showed more than anything else is that he is all in on this group. He is all in on his teammates, on his brothers, on his guys. And if Cole Anthony remain, if that is just the baseline, if that is where Cole Anthony is starting or restarting here, that's going to be a great place for him to start. That's going to be a great place for him to begin or to begin again. Obviously, there is still room for growth. Cole still, you know, defensively, you know, wasn't quite there. He did take a charge early in the game. Um, you know, again, and, and you expect that. You expect him to be maybe a little bit off. But the Magic are undoubtedly unequivocally excited about what he's going to bring to the table. And this first game back gave us no indication not to be thrilled about Cole Anthony. We'll talk about the news of the day. Ken Birch getting getting the axe or getting cut so he can go sign with the Toronto Raptors. We'll talk about what that means for the Orlando Magic coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. But the NBA, the NHL, and MLB are now in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds on props and almost anything you can imagine. 
Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Follow the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast on, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, early this morning, the Orlando Magic are leaked out that the Orlando Magic are planning to waive Ken Birch uh, and that he will eventually sign with the Toronto Raptors after clearing waivers. Um, uh, give, leaving uh, the Magic down another another big player and another player that's been in the rotation now for some time. As I'm recording this here at about 1.15 p.m., that move has not become official. Um, so when Steve Clifford talked in practice, he talked about Kem in the quasi-present tense. It was the present past tense or something like that. Um, as everyone knows, it, it, you know, again, it appears that this is going to happen. Again, Woj reported it. There's no reason to think it won't happen. Um, and it's maybe just a matter of timing or, or, or some something or other uh, occurring for the Orlando Magic, perhaps trying to bring in another, trying to line up another player before they let Kem go. Um, today might be some kind of deadline um, in order. It might be some kind of deadline uh, before the playoffs or, or whatnot. But nonetheless, the Orlando Magic seem to be set to uh, let go of their veteran big man. Um, or veterans lightly used here because he's only been in the league for four years. Um, Ken Birch has been nothing but a hard worker. Um, nothing but a guy who's done everything that's asked that's been asked of him. Steve Clifford described him as the kind of player that embodies what the program wants to be, what the team wants to be, and what the team wants to be about. Um, Ken is always been incredibly quiet and humble, letting his play do the talking and doing the things that don't show up in a box score. Like, I could rattle off his stats and you would not be super impressed, um, but he's been a really important player. And as, as several Magic fans have pointed out, you know, as, as there's been calls for him to kind of cede his spot in the rotation from Obamba, which we'll get into here, um, the Magic do not make the playoffs in 2019 without Ken Birch. The Magic do not survive as long as they did in the 2020 season without Ken Birch. Um, Birch. Birch is a winning player. Um, he's a guy that helps teams win. Unfortunately, you know, he's a player that doesn't quite fit what this Magic team's trying to do on, on numerous fronts. Ken Birch is going to land with the team, and he's going to land with the Raptors, it looks like. He's going to make the Raptors better. He's going to make the Raptors, you know, the Raptors are trying to chase down the playoff spot uh, or the play-in spot. He's going to make that team better. He is going to make that group play a whole lot better. Um, because his screening, his his you know his just his presence around the basket, his defense, it helps winning teams. And if there's ever a sign that the Magic are not focused on winning, or, or winning isn't their their top top priority, it's that Ken Birch no longer has effectiveness with this group. Um, you know, I like Ken Birch. I, again, I think Ken Birch is a winning player, but he doesn't help teams that don't already have winning pieces. The Magic needed a, a, a score at his spot. They just didn't have enough offense. Uh, and Ken Birch can screen all he wants, but he, this team cannot afford to play five on four. Um, you know, it's, again, it's it's much the same issue that maybe the Magic had with Aaron Gordon, where they were relying on, or they needed Aaron Gordon to do more than he was capable of doing. And obviously, you know, you're watching him in Denver now. He's playing a role that, that fits him really well. I mean, even Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier is playing a role that fits him better as a, thir- a tertiary piece 
for the Boston Celtics, and the Magic just couldn't afford to have him play that way if they wanted to succeed, if they wanted to win. Um, and again, that necessarily puts a ceiling on your team. Moving on from Ken Burch is not easy, obviously. Um, he provides stability. Um, the Magic are very, very short right now at the four, and Ken Burch could moonlight at the four, although it is still certainly an awkward, awkward fit. Um, and so we got that one last time last night against the Washington Wizards. Undoubtedly, though, this is also about the future. Um, there's been jokes in NBA media circles that the only thing keeping Mo Bamba from getting real minutes is Steve Clifford trusts Ken Burch more. And again, he has no reason not to. If the goal was to win, Ken Burch was the better player for you, even if Mo had the greater ceiling. And, and I've certainly argued here that at a certain point, the Magic needed to, to bet on the ceiling rather than bank on the floor, if that makes sense. Um, and Burch, what, Burch had a higher floor. Bamba's going to make a lot more mistakes but Bamba can also give you a 19-point performance like he did last night. Ken Burch, Ken Burch isn't going to do that, ever. And he's not going to have the dynam- dynamism offensively to, to be much of a factor. This move is very much about getting Bamba on the floor or, or releasing the conditions that might have kept Bamba off the floor. It's about doing right by Burch, for sure. Um, and and I, I would suspect that you know the Magic will try and do right by Terrence Ross this offseason, too, um, and trying to get him to... You know, uh, get him to a situation that helps him and helps the Magic, obviously. But I, I suspect that the Magic are truly turning the page here, uh, and they're doing again. This certainly benefits the Magic because it gets them ample playing time for Mo Bamba. Bamba is going to play the backup center minutes. Simon Wendell Carter are going to split the backup center minutes, and even as we saw last night, Steve Clifford is more than willing to play the guys that give him the best chance to win. James Ennis, Michael Carter, James Ennis and Dwayne Bacon both played fewer than 20 minutes last night. Wendell Carter played 23 because Bamba was better last night. And so Bamba got to, got to finish and play the entire fourth quarter, which, again, maybe wasn't the best idea. I, I, have, I definitely have thoughts on the Magic's rotation, so maybe we'll share those on the locker. But this is truly about getting Bamba on the floor. This is truly about making sure Bamba has these last 20 games or so to... Be, be a force to play with some freedom, to make some mistakes without worrying about coming out, and to, to, to finally have his chance. That's what this is about, and that's fine. That's where the Magic are at. That's what the Magic are trying to do. Uh, and, and losing Birch is going to hurt depth-wise. I would suspect that the Magic are going to use that open roster spot to sign a power forward and, and sign a true power forward, not a fake power forward, um, especially with Otto Porter now on the shelf for a little while. Um, you know, if Porter comes back, Porter is probably going to slot, slot in as, as, a, as the backup power forward. Um, the Magic definitely have a lot that they can still do and a lot that they still need to accomplish this season. A lot of it's going to center on Mobamba. Ken Burch, though, will not be forgotten. Ken Burch was a key piece to this team, and Ken Burch was a huge influence on that locker room, a guy that everyone respected, and a guy that, yes, even, even a player like Mobamba could listen to and learn a lot from. The Magic were certainly made better because of Ken Birch. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore md. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tuning in, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter again at philiprr underscore omd. And for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Don't forget, today... At 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, I'll be hopping on the Locker Room app to talk Orlando Magic Basketball. Probably gaze into the future a little bit here. 
as the Magic hit this homestand. I will probably say the playoff, playoffs one time and make everyone angry because that's what I do. Um, but we'll we'll talk all about Orlando Magic basketball and what comes next. Um, probably some NCAA tournament reactions. Probably uh, some what comes uh, what again what comes next and and how the rotation is going to going to set up. So come with your questions. Follow me on locker room at p rossman reich p r o s s m a n r e i c h to get notified when I open up the room. We'll start up at around five thirty p.m. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic for Orlando Magic Daily. Locked On Magic. This has been Phil Rossman reich. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.